Thank you for tuning in to the Antibodies podcast, a podcast done by three quite smooth-brained people. Uh, viewer discretion warned. Uh, there will be spoilers, probably some coarse language, and uh, some disgustingly spicy takes. Um, thank you. Hope you stick around for the show. I I personally really like the last three episodes myself, but I know that you don't enjoy this type of content, so I'm ready for the takes. No, I was having a I was having a good time, and then those last three episodes happened, and it was just. Well, he needed those nothing. last three episodes, though. Like he wasn't like really getting anywhere. Like he wasn't figuring out like what he was missing, and and obviously the much more fun adventure, but. As we all know, eventually time travel is going to not be fun. So we gotta, we gotta have that that emotional crash, and the character realizing, oh, it really didn't matter like what path I took. What really mattered is like, did I enjoy my time and like the strength of the relationships that I had, instead of, you know, going for some star studded per- picture perfect life. It's true. But the Matrix yeah. said all that. And they less than like us. forty seconds, and it took it took sixty minutes of exposition dump for them to get that across. Well, you know, we the viewers sometimes are able to pick up things faster than that the show is actually presenting it to us, which it did say. Um, damn, we really just like spoiled the whole show in the in the first minute here. Um, yeah. By the way, yeah, did a- you guys know that free will is an illusion? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean, Matt, I was thinking about this. It like occurred to me. Um essentially this time travel works the exact same way that time travel works in the secret thing. Like it didn't matter, like all the events were uh it's anyways, I mean, guys. We're the antibodies. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. It's... Welcome in. Um, we're going to just jump right on into it. Um, I'm Alex and joining me today, uh, my co-host as always, um, for sure, uh, Matt and Jacob, uh, welcome, welcome in. Hello. I am the Jacob one. I am the one they call Matt. Uh, not because you step on me every time you enter and exit my home. No, no, no. We just step on your opinions sometimes. It's true. And my yeah. feelings. I we, we try to just gently tiptoe around those. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to be careful, guys. I'm very, very fragile. Yeah. Uh, but welcome to our episode on the Tatami Galaxy. Um, but before that, um, if you'd like, please go ahead and give us a review or like a follow um, if you listened to any of our previous episodes, um, check us out on Twitter um, at Annie underscore buddies um, and give us a follow there. Um, you can also join our Discord. The link's right there in, dis- in the description. Um, but guys, before we talk about this pretty good show, um, what have y'all been up to uh, the last two weeks? Uh, 
And also, do you have any like podcasting or like personal anime watching resolutions for the new year? Um, starting with Jacob. Uh, wait, is this our first episode since the new year? Yes. First, like recording since. Well, uh, yeah, two weeks is we, a long well, time. We, we didn't record. I think like on uh, New Year's. Well, my resolution was to to not watch any bad anime this year. <laughs> Good luck. I made it thirteen days into the year before <laughs> finishing one. So I'm proud of myself. I think we had a pretty good, a pretty good try. Wow. No, honestly, yeah, that's longer than most people actually go to the gym after they get their first membership starting the new year. Yeah, man. Um, I also New Year's resolution was to read some good manga, though, and knock that one out of the park so far. Uh, Matt, did you start real yet? I have not started real yet. I've been very preoccupied. God damn it, Matt. Well, uh, been reading some real, been reading some Barakamon, been reading some uh, Umi Nico. All very good experiences. Uh, not that much exposition. No shade to any particular content that I've consumed recently or anything. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been a long two weeks, man. I feel like it's, it's been a month since we've been in the lab, boys. Gonna be honest. Yeah, I kind of, I personally miss the weekly schedule, but I get it. Yeah, it, it feels like I don't get enough time with my guys, but I understand sometimes we, we get a little bit rushed. When it's maybe week we to week. just maybe we just need a, a a banter episode in between the weeks. Yeah, what if we all just touch like, base and like just shoot like I the can't, shit every week? I can't handle a tatami galaxy every week, but I can talk about whether or not Matt should be using baby wipes on his cat's bottom. It's every true. Week, yeah, hmm. yeah. I I'm gonna give that a Google. Real quick. <laughs> um, it bonds them. <laughs> it it's not. It is an, an every actual week question thing. on uh, better with cats. Um, yeah, well, it's it's not an every week thing. It was just that one time when he was covered in gross. Um, when he got shit all over himself. Yeah. So the vet the vet fixed his butt. And they also cut the fur around his butt, so he's just got a square patch around a very exposed butthole that, for some reason, he seems to insist on putting near my face. Well, um, the worst part about this is I, I didn't even know this was an actual thing that Matt had happening. This was just some made-up shit. No, it's unfortunately <laughs> real. Uh, the The dumb cat that's not really mine and I think is a little bit inbred, was uh, was having some trouble cleaning himself because, I don't know, I guess there was, his butthole was all beat up. He pooped too hard or something. Um, the exact words on the report, as gross as it is, is 
raw slash scarred tissue around the anus. So maybe <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Maybe your well, cat should go choose a better uh, path yeah. in life. Um, yeah. Honestly, maybe we can, maybe we can what... schedule the yeah. weekly banter yeah. hour or something in the future. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyways, um, a better topic about what I what I've done over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, so my my resolution as far as the new year in pertinence to anime slash manga was to try and be a little more open-minded and in in this specific case i was uh i was actively trying to separate my opinion of the fan base from the anime in which they represent um so jojo's part three diamond is unbreakable or i guess season three part four Diamond is Unbreakable? Pretty good. Binge the whole thing. We got him, boys! It's, uh, it was a big secret thing that I was talking to Alex to in the back channel pretty much the entire time. Uh, borderline live tweeting, honestly. But, yeah, no, that, that was a good experience. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I... I See, Matt, so I told good. you, you just gotta, you had to eat your veggies. I got roped in specifically by a bad meme that was using <laughs> yeah. what I had to ask Alex whether or not it was a real screenshot, and it was, but it was, uh, it was Koichi's stand being held down, and his soon-to-be girlfriend slash wife threatening to rip its little stand dick off. Uh. So, did you know that stands have dicks? Now, Matt, aren't well, you? Koichi's does. Yeah, so some of them at least. You, aren't you just Koichi so happy Star that you watched <laughs> all that Dookie? It's uh, seventy-two episodes of Dookie to get. To no, that I, I would have been very happy skipping like the entire first part, getting right into. Oh uh, yeah, honestly, dude, I, I, I hate I, part one. Like it's I so could have bad. done well to even skip the road to Egypt, but I at least had parts of that that I found enjoyable. But like oh, part one part was one terrible with like with like Dio and Jonathan, or part one of like Road to Egypt. No, like the entire exposition of Dio and Jonathan, I could have been yeah, introduced bad. to Dio in the actual Egypt episodes and been like, "Wow, this is a bad dude." Yeah, part one could have been like a minute of summary, and I would have been fine. But also, they did try to start with part three in the anime at one point, and it didn't go well. So, and like part two, honestly, part two, I can excuse. <laughs> there were some good bits. I really liked the beanie episode with uh, Joseph on the spikes against that immortal. That was fucking sweet. That was. Sick. Uh, but just in general, you know, I I would have been perfectly content to start off with stands and just go from there because they're pretty fucking cool they are pretty fucking cool actually um, there's so and much now I... sorry go ahead i was just gonna say there's so many different things that a stand could technically do or be it's so it's very interesting yeah and like the different ways or the different i guess aspects of them that make them 
be called unbeatable by like the other stand users. Like apparently Harvest was unbeatable, even though it's, you know, pretty wimpy kind of. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I mean, it all depends what it brings. Yeah, you had to give Rocky time to. You had to give a rocky time to read Dragon Ball. It's true. He just That's had to really wiggle needed. his way into my brain like a little, uh, like an earwig. Uh, may I ask how far are you into uh, part five? Um, yeah, I've also started Golden Wind, by the way. Spoilers. Um, I'm about four episodes in because the other thing I have also been consuming over the last two weeks has... Uh, has got me kind of sucked in too. I've been watching all elite wrestling, AEW baby. It's pretty hmm. good. I don't hear hmm. any real in here. Yeah, no, I I have not been reading real yet. Um well, fuck you too. Buddy. Priorities. Really honestly, yeah, priorities. Um I I don't really Filling know what Batista. to say about AEW. If if you guys like wrestling you should watch it it's better than wwe um and if you don't like wrestling well you could probably still get away with watching it it's basically live action anime pretty much honestly so uh if you like anime give it a shot it it might not actually be that bad for you and if you really it works for me on jojo's (laughs) if you really just need the subtitles you can always watch new japan that too, that too. If you really, really can't separate yourself from Japanese culture, they uh, they have some really nice high flyers on. Uh... Fuck, what and in New Japan, they Something actually dress up like anime characters and come out to anime intros. Oh, dude, no way. Yeah, what? Yeah. I might actually right. watch this. Yeah, I think I have a new favorite production company. Yeah. New Japan yeah, we could do weekly wrestling. things on this. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's been my two weeks. I've been I've been uh up to my neck in content. Yeah. Fair. Um I I guess for myself, um I did watch a little bit of Gintama. I didn't watch a lot of Color Cloud Palace, but I did watch the first like two full story arcs of Revolutionary Girl Utna. And that was really good. Um, that was really getting to me a lot. And I also um, am almost done with the second part of Mishoko Tensei. Um, Matt actually heard me live react uh, to uh, the ending of episode 11. Wait, and... is that? God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was real, real spicy. Um, and I'm definitely going to be finishing that right after this recording uh oh, and probably promptly replacing saying. something with it yeah, yeah based it's... on what you were saying i'll bet you'll be finishing after this recording oh no <laughs> no not me <laughs> oh i'm gonna be crying oh my gosh i can't even like i was ready to record but just like waiting uh for you know our recording time i was like you know what i'll just watch some more mashoko tensei see if i can uh finish it up and got got real close, but that was a bad idea because now that's like all I can think about, and like a lot of the stuff I like had planned to say is like not coming back to my brain. Um, but it's all right. We're we're, we're gonna get there. 
I believe. Believe it. And 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 that's all right. Um, but yeah, so that's uh that's what we've been up to. Um, and for the show that we watched this week again, uh, it was the the Tatami Galaxy. Uh, it was based off of a novel of the same name. Uh, and it was done by Studio Madhouse. Um, anything y'all want to say about Madhouse? I'm sure you know most people uh, listening to us are familiar with the studio. Uh, after Good all, the anime Alex say mistreat worker so bad. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've true. brought up Madhouse quite a few times over the last season and a half or so. Um, and they like they like adapting light novels because they also did the Hunter x Hunter anime. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Get it. Aha. Uh-huh. Funny. Uh-huh. I got it. That was a good joke, Jacob. I I applaud. Aha. Uh-huh. I get Hold it on. now. <laughs> Jacob gets the gets the drum for that one. Um. But yeah. So pretty familiar studio. Um. But did y'all have any past thoughts or, you know, experiences with the show coming into it? Yeah, uh, I mean, like I, was told, I was told it was about mind control and, or not mind control, about time travel, <laughs> sorry. Um, and, you know, I'm a little biased against time travel, but this ended up being an okay kind of time travel. Similar to Dragon Ball Z in that most of it ends up being zero sum. Um, yeah. At least, you know, original Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball Super time travel where it starts to get real fucking weird. Uh, it's still technically zero sum, but worse. So, Dragon Ball Super time travel, not my cup of tea, dudes. But this was, this was acceptable, surprisingly. Glad to hear. Double surprise. We got we got him liking two different time travel things. No, hold on. I wouldn't say <laughs> liking. Yeah, he has not given his opinions, but I'm gonna be on. I yeah. I I don't know how Matt's gonna feel about this, but through watching it, I'm like, I don't see any way Matt enjoyed this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't let you take it that far yet, Alex. Nah, that's nah, all right. <laughs> I reached too far. Uh, Jacob, did you add any Especially, uh, thoughts coming into this? Uh, look like ping pong. That's it? That, that's about all, right. all I know. I thought so nice. High, high mal rating, yeah. which usually is a good thing, usually indicates good stuff coming. Not this time. <laughs> All Could have right. been worse uh, I, though. Much yeah. better uh, than it's much better than pulling something that's low ranked on Mal, because usually those suck too. So like unless you're this, infinite stratos. This didn't completely suck. <laughs> so still still better than, you know. It it's still within the upper half of anime. Not that that means much, but you know, there. Um, I had heard about the show uh, from another podcast as well, and I know that one of their hosts uh, this is like his favorite show of all time. So I was like, 
Mm, I may or may not check it out. Um, There's just like other things that I'd rather, you know, watch. And I figured it would be like a, like a good show to come and talk about on the podcast uh, regardless. Um, Mainly uh, because of the director, um, uh, Masaki Uasa, I feel, uh, I feel like his shows normally have a lot to like break down and just kind of, you know, talk through or in cases like ping pong, they're just really, really good. And then we all have a great time, uh, which I was hoping we would also be able to have a good time here, but I guess I'll be the only one having a good time. So, well, you know, mixed bag because he also, he also directed many of the, the devil man cry baby episodes. So, you know, I mean, you never know what you're going to (laughs) get. That's fair. Oh, hey, Maddie um, did the key animation for episode nine of Champlu. Oh, hey, that's rad. <laughs> nice. Um, would y'all recommend this show to anybody? Uh, uh, if you want a light novel with more pictures, it's got a lot of subtitles for you to read. A lot of subtitles for you to read. You think you've seen a lot of subtitles. Ooh, you don't know. There are a lot of subtitles in this bad boy. You don't know Japanese? Good fucking luck. They're not slowing it down for you. <laughs> Keep that remote ready, because you're going to be pausing. Yeah, you just got to read faster. Oh, uh, I, I did for the most fuck? part. But since fun... Let's talk about Funimation for a second. Uh, oh, I did not use oh Funimation boy, for most hey, of it, honestly. My subtitles are at the bottom of the screen. It sure would be a shame if they just went up to the top of the screen in the middle of me reading them, and then I have to pause and go back because the fucking Ooh. subtitles moved for no reason. Yeah. Or even yeah, better, information kind of sucks sometimes. The signs, the sub. Normally, if there's a sign, they'll put the subtitles for the sign up top and the dialogue at the bottom, or vice versa, but nope, Funimation's just going to put it all together, and I get to <sighs> decipher in the moment what's the sign and what's someone talking. Good times, good times. Also, three times during this series, uh, the picture just froze, and because of the way that this is structured, this the show, I was like, is... is this is a really long still. This is this is weird. <laughs> and then it goes on, and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to think some stuff on my screen's supposed to be moving, and it's it's not. So I had to I had to try pausing and unpausing. Nothing. Had to go out, go back in. Nothing. Had to completely close the Funimation app and reopen it. And then yeah, different scene on my on my stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> this was a really good time. I'm glad. I'm glad Funimation is <laughs> licensing so many, so many anime. Hey, what's their, hold on, I'm gonna, they changed their slogan recently. Let me look it up. It was really good. Is the is new it, slogan, uh, you it can't works say sometimes. anything about not being engaged. No, <laughs> it should be. We work sometimes. <laughs> We've got anime. We can't promise it works. 
<laughs> oh. Oh no. Okay, never mind. Apparently it was just a shitty meme. Damn. Damn you, internet, you got me again. I was hoping it was real. Because I was like, damn. Very egotistical for a service that doesn't work well. Um But Matt, would you recommend this to anybody? Barring oh. the Funimation experience, you know, if you fared to sail the high seas. Not that you should support the industry, but the yeah, industry's crashing. Is, uh... This is something I think I could definitely share with Eileen. I think uh, if she had not been on vacation with her parents for the holidays, it would have been something we pretty easily could have watched together and she would have seemed to enjoy, I think. Oh, I've got I've got interesting stuff here, actually. Uh, if you liked the movie Scott Pilgrim, you're <laughs> probably going to like this. If you liked the Damn, movie... What's the beef with Scott you, Pilgrim? Uh, it was actually better than this because it was a lot less reading. I, I, but I, I, I feel like that crowd is very similar. They feel similar as well in terms of, like, you know, direction. Uh, also, if you've seen the French film Amelie... It's like a better version of this because it's not four hours of content. Uh, and it's also not in English, so you'll still be reading. And it's not narrated by the main character, which I think gives it a little more, a little more uh, character, a little more, a little more shine. Uh. But they're all kind of like that I'm 14 and this is deep kind of feel to them. Where it's like you've just discovered what indie music is and stuff. Is Scott Pilgrim supposed to be deep? Uh, if you're 14. Huh. I, I mean, I, I think I watched... What, what, what year did Scott Pilgrim come out? Probably like around when you were 12. Oh no, you would have been like thirteen, I think. Yeah, no, it was. No, I was unironically fourteen, actually, and I didn't think it was deep. I just enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Made me laugh. Yeah, I liked the so part where uh, he made the big green gorilla out of music. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty cool." Okay, but you probably knew those people that were like posting the like memes of quotes from Scott Pilgrim, like they were. They were super deep, and it's like uh, oh, you can't L-word? blame the writer. Yeah, you can't like blame oh. the writer for this because oh, it's I, like I, I didn't think people thought that was deep. I thought we all like agreed as a society that that was a very awkward scene, but also socially funny because we got the full context at that age. It's true. I, were people like this is deep? I mean, uh, I watched Ava at fourteen, and my whole life changed. I was like, damn, yeah, that's, that's deep. Also, that's also there's also that crowd. Yeah. 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 A- Ava hit different. Ava hits deeper than Scott Pilgrim. It's true. You know, different different people. Uh maybe you No, Alex, actually I know you were. I know you were involved with the women that had like tumblers committed to Michael Sarah's like moments from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so don't act like you weren't. No. None that come to mind. Maybe you never talked to them about it. Probably but, not. I mean, 
from what I remember, kind of, kind of had your foot in a little bit of every camp, mostly. Yeah, his foot. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to pull the foot. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to pull what this show was doing. You know, just uh, experience a little bit of all parts of life. You know, and find out that some some are better than others. I guess. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of those theater girls were definitely what Jacob is describing. Yeah. I see. Those Matt knows I hate I hated I hated most of them. Well, yeah, but like you still I, put I, your I give, I, foot I, in that I, camp. I got it, yeah. Yeah. Uh anyways, please please don't associate with it. I literally said don't associate me with those kids. <laughs> Even at the time, I was there because I enjoyed doing like the the technical side of theater. It's true. Um, and Nate was, was my right to school it, for most for most of the time. If you Thanks. want an after uh, pro- podcast project, just yeah, look up. We're not Scott here to talk Cobra about this. this. Is deep, and you will find many <laughs> yeah. people talking about the deeper symbolism in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> It doesn't. I feel like that exists Good. less than what the Christian symbolism yeah. means in Ava. Um, no, I'm really glad you can just go out of your way to look for something, and sometimes it exists. It's a good world yeah, to I've, exist in. I've been tempted to read Five Nights at Freddy's lore, but that's not what we're <laughs> going to talk about. Lore um, or fanfics? Lore. Oh, man, because I've got a really good fanfic for you. Hold on. Let me get the link. All right. Yeah, get the link. <laughs> Send it to me in Discord. I might check it out. Um, I would recommend this show, but probably not to most people. Um, you know, if you like shows that, you know, aren't, aren't afraid that are, you know, 90% just talking or whatever. And more so about like character relationships and like the, the characters themselves figuring out life and things of that nature, I guess. Um, I'm going to ask, uh, up front, Jacob, did you have a favorite character? Yeah, actually. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's time to predict some favorite characters then. Uh, All right. Matt, For guess me. first. Oh, dude, easy. Jacob's favorite character was Johnny. Um. What the fuck? The cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Johnny. Goddamn. First of all, his name should have been Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Alex's favorite character, a little bit less easy, but uh, let's go with Mr. MC Kuhn, uh, with Tashi. Ooh, that's a spicy one. Yeah. All right, Jacob, your your turn next. Matt's favorite character, uh, between Johnny and Jogasaki, but I'm going to go with uh, Jogasaki, because... He's going to say some shit about how he's misunderstood or something. <laughs> what do you mean he's misunderstood? Uh, he's Alex, understood pretty uh, well, I think. Yeah, Alex, uh, MC Kuhn, probably a good call on that one. All right, I would I would like to preface everything before I say anything. I, I this, this whole time, have been sending in our, like, chat, Ozu is based and they both come out and say Watashi is my favorite character I mean I don't oh, know. come I on kinda, 
I kind of thought he think... would lose points for playing both sides, so he always comes out on top. Yeah, and also, like, maybe you want to be an Ozu, but you're a Watashi, Alex. Yeah, my big old I worry am, wart. I am definitely, I am definitely a, a Watashi. <laughs> Actually, let me look up something. You might want your hair to look like an onion, but it's not going <laughs> yeah. to. No matter how hard you try, that's not a normal hairstyle for normal human beings. You have to try really hard and use a lot of product and be in anime. Fair enough. Um, but I guess I should guess first, and I'll I'll bring this up later. Um, but for Matt, I think your favorite Taro is actually Sataru. Uh, Higuchi, uh, the master, and for Jacob, I think it's going to be Hanuki. Who the fuck was Hanuki? Oh, her. Well, I no longer have confidence in my answer. (laughs) To be fair, I can name one character off the top of my head that's not Johnny. So, so yeah, Johnny I mean, wasn't pretty much. clearly your favorite character then, yeah. right? No, I only remember his name because it was it should have been Jimmy. So <laughs> I don't know why it was Johnny. Uh, pretty sure it's also called a Johnny. Fuck off. Got it. Um, I mean, it is called a Johnny, but it is more frequently called a Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes, tomatoes. And here comes the Anchorad Adato. Bam. Hey, um, post-production Alex here. Um, so, I guess the universe really just hates us talking about time travel shows because Matt's audio is going to be more than likely kind of messed up for the uh, remainder of the episode. I'm going to try my best to get everything lined up, but he's probably just not going to be talking there for a few minutes. Um periodically throughout so hope you stick with it and uh thank you for being so understanding what were you saying about french dubs every character has a french dub voice actor except for ozu was he just mute i don't know <laughs> he really they he really the french dub yeah well this is dubbed in french should have Probably would have been no, he, more like Amelie. What if he just speaks <laughs> Japanese in the French yeah. dub? Um, Alex, you should watch Amelie. I will now that I know that it's like this. I don't know what, but like the cover just always like freaked me out as a younger person. Yeah, dude, French people are <laughs> scary. Also, uh, if you find her. You know, a lot of Shut the fuck up, looking. Matt. Yeah. Well, I guess it's going to be pretty easy to talk about the OPs and EDs in this part because both songs are used as each, at least at one point in the show. So I guess we'll start with the OP for episodes one through ten. Maigo Ino to Ame No Beat by Asian Kung Fu Generation. What would y'all think about it? I thought that name was fake the first time I saw it. Why did it translate to? <laughs> oh, the their band name. Asian, yeah, Asian Kung yeah, Fu Generation. Songs are actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, but uh, 
No, the first, the, the OP, it was, it was kind of a bop. Yeah, I like the yeah. song a lot more than special. the visuals, to be honest. I thought the spinning little yeah. paper boys um, were cool. It's true. <laughs> um, I, I don't so much know how I felt about the visuals, but the song itself had a very, like, full housey vibe to its like first few notes Can't talk about by the way house, rip bob saget oh yeah the yes, house isn't it's full so topical i mean i wasn't a full house fan so if you want to say anything about bob saget go ahead r.i.p though uh he was an Ooh, eagles fan. big r.i.p um his favorite number was 69 nice and he's dead so rest in peace that's all I have on Bob Saget. Fair enough. Uh, any anything more y'all want to talk say about the OP? Cool spinning paper thing. That's it. Um. I yeah I have nothing. I kind of like how. Yeah, I don't know. Like everybody had one aspect of their character design that was a little bit exaggerated. Mm-hmm. At least one aspect. Sorry, not always one aspect. Uh, but they they really kind of like let you have it in the OP there with their nice little uh, flippy paper. Yeah, <laughs> and we got to go down a hallway. True. I, yeah. That's true. <laughs> we went somewhere. We didn't just see things. We went somewhere. They yeah, took us it, on a we journey. Painted we went to the Tatami world. It painted the visual expectations for the rest of the show. I'll give it that. That's you know? fair. And yeah, uh, it's, what y'all's... It's, uh, it's no Jujutsu Kaisen. That's fair. Um, they do have good OPs in Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, but what y'all think of the ED, Kamisama no Itori, by uh, Juji Isatari, um, Yoshinori Tsunohara, and Asuku Yakushimiru? I like the visuals a lot better than the visuals of yeah, the you play the world's hardest game, like that little flash game where you're like yeah. the little, little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you're jumping yeah, over spikes. Yeah, that's what the, the ED like visuals cute. made me think of. No, that's Geometry Dash, Matt. Yeah. The world's hardest games like that little shitty one where you're like you're the, the red square and you gotta dodge the blue dots and the blue dots kill you. Oh. And you gotta get from the green spot to the green spot. Uh, yeah, that's a rough <laughs> one. I thought it looked kind of like uh, the cell stage in Spore. <laughs> um, weird we connection. Spore. But uh, it's so great. <laughs> um. I don't really have a whole lot on that. It's it's a bad game, but I love it. Nostalgia and all. It's fair. Funky um, visuals though. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, I I the I like the song a lot. It was a very nice funky beat. Um definitely something I would listen to uh in my spare time just like on a daily mix or on Spotify. And I also liked the uh the Tatami uh Matt visuals as well. Thought that tied in super oh, nicely. The clock. The clock thing was cool. Mm-hmm. It's like and we go into the big clock and then we're time traveling back. 
Oh, the last thing I forgot to say about the OP is um, lyrically, I like how it applies to the show. Um, I was didn't read the lyrics. I was on Funimation. Well, (laughs) sorry that you didn't read the lyrics. You should um, go go and find the lyrics for it if you want context for what I said. I might link it to you. Just gonna blame Funimation. I I like that strategy. Um, all right, well, I guess it's time to talk about what happened. Um, so we open the show. Which time? I guess really, uh, uh, all the times. So we open with Watashi, and he's a second year in college, and he's just kind of, you know, reflecting back on all of those, about his time back in college, um, you know, the people that he's met, the things that he's done. And he wonders if this could have been the rose-colored college life that he's always dreamed of. And one night, um, his friend Ozu, uh, eventually all of what we learned to be all of Ozu's schemes eventually come to bite him back in the ass one night on a bridge. And, you know, even though the Watashi's like, you know, Ozu's kind of like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I got to save him. So he ends up jumping, um up to where Ozu is and ends up falling in the river. And the next episode, he wakes up again and he's a freshman. Um, And we continue this process approximately like five times of Watashi joining different clubs, you know, trying to find that rose colored college life. Eventually he's like, you know, I'm not finding like subconsciously, I guess he's not, you know, he's not finding that in any of the clubs. So he eventually tries to focus on maybe I can find it romantically. So then we get like a little three episode arc of him attempting a relationship with any of the, with three just complete um, new women, but have all like kind of, I guess, slowly been introduced into the story. Um, You know, eventually doesn't find it there. He's in like, you know, maybe if I just try to live like Ozu, if I did the Ozu way of life, I would find that rose-colored life, and that wasn't it. So eventually, it all just kind of comes down to him having to realize, you know, maybe there is, maybe there isn't a rose-colored life, but what there is is the life that you have, and you can have fun in it if you choose, or if you want to, you can stay in your 4.5 Tatami Mac Galaxy, and the choice is really yours, um, and where you take it from there at the end. So, what'd y'all think? It's so deep. Uh, It's just the Matrix. Um, by the way, I uh, I watched the Matrix Resurrection. It's not good. Yeah, I'm disappointed. That's all I've been hearing. I wanted to watch that. I'm glad I watched this instead. This was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, much better than the Matrix Resurrection. I'm going to let uh, let y'all say, uh, is there anything specific that y'all would like to talk about or any aspects that really make you like dislike the show? Um, yeah, I already mentioned the bit about how I appreciate like the essentially zero-sum time travel. Um, it, it definitely softens that like little bit of a bias that I had coming into it. But... Uh, I don't know, performance-wise, it, it wasn't the most gripping thing. I just I just really got down with like the art style, if I'm being real. 
Nice. I thought the fortune nice. teller was cool. Yeah, the fortune teller was cool. I liked the running bit that each time, like he went and visited her, like she would increase the price by a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um. What else did I like? Oh, the one. No, dude, I said dislike. Big old. What? I asked for I the things that you when didn't did we like start about with the show. Dislikes. I, we always I do wanted... likes and then dislikes. We always build yeah, up. Yeah, I did like. stroke. Sorry. I mean, I mean, oh, that's fine. I guess y'all can go with likes. We can say likes first. It, it was then an just, accident. Uh, just I just won't show up habit, if, we, if we do that. I, well, you know, because Jacob hasn't been shy about his feelings, so I wanted to, to kind of see where, where he was coming from on that. There. I mean, it's kind of another like Champloo situation where it's not like it's still not the worst thing, but given its its reception and its placement on Mal, I expected a lot more. Uh, That's what I said about Brotherhood, and you called me a retard. You called Brotherhood <laughs> like the fucking most overrated thing ever, and also you haven't seen it. <laughs> Just you wait. I haven't seen it part, I guess. One of these days Just I'm going to watch Brotherhood, and then you can't stop me. But, uh, Higuchi, he got a big old chin. That was kind of cool. Like, yeah. how does chin get so big? That's the lore he's... I really wanted. And I told you, he's a god. He's... It's true. He's That's not any head bean shaped. He's not an ordinary ape gear. <laughs> of Wait, is this the Crimson Chin origin story? <laughs> Honestly, man, it's yeah, it's such a big better chin. than the Nega Chin. <laughs> yeah, that one yeah. was a little. Racist. Alex is the only one that's allowed to call him that. <laughs> it's just his name. I don't know how Nickelodeon let him <laughs> get away. It's true. With Timmy that. Turner abused that I'm... name so much. But uh, I like the times. way Johnny was like drawn and animated. Also, yeah, I could cool. not with Johnny. I I was <laughs> low key losing my shit whenever I, he like popped up. I saw him in the OP for episode one, and I just had to stop. I I don't. I think my brain shut off. I really don't know. But God, that was Damn. good. Dude, look at the picture for the guy that voice acts Johnny. That that makes it so much better. <laughs> He's got Uncle Jesse hair. Oh, that's so good. Uh, what else did I like? Oh, I thought the whole bit with the sex doll was funny. That was good stuff. She's not a sex doll. All right, buddy. And you don't understand uh, such a pure, pure love. Clearly. Well, I, I guess it's gonna come up one way or another. I can't really hide it. Uh, everything about Ozu, good. His lack of presence in those last three episodes are really what ruined it. Honestly. Uh. Yeah, Ozu's Funny incredibly based. 
He's so he's got based. a little onion. He's got a little onion hair. He looks like Onion from Steven Universe. <laughs> uh, onion doesn't look like an onion. Which is... <laughs> yeah, but like he looks like a potato. His head, the the top of his head did Matt. Like that was, and I don't know anything about Steven Universe aside from Onion, and that's all I needed to know. Really, I mean, yeah, he is the best character. Dude, he's so fucking good. But, uh, yeah. Ozu was really carrying it for me. Because, uh, to be honest, I feel like you gotta, you gotta do that self-insert for Watashi. <laughs> and to do that, you gotta be like a normal, boring piece of shit. You got me. <laughs> Damn. I, mean, I didn't like Watashi very much. I'm gonna be. I honest. also didn't. I also was not a huge fan of Watashi myself. Uh, and he just talked but, so fucking much. And it's like main character syndrome. Yeah, it's the main character. Like I don't know. I though I don't like Watashi like as a person. I like that he was the main character for uh, this story, and I I like that we. Because I I honestly did enjoy that that part a lot, um, despite like how he was and like just kind of is, and like is just too scared to like just do life that he's always like too busy like thinking about everything else and things like that. But I enjoy I enjoyed seeing like his like do it and like you know slowly and eventually figure it out. Um, through his own own ways. He's a relatable character for every anxious weeb. So I see I see the connection. I see the the popularity and why they they feel this is their idol. I don't I don't think anybody's idolizing Watashi though. Yeah, like he I think more people are gonna because he's like to be like a real fitting I guess hero for the story if that's what you want to use for wording no he's not a hero he's like he's your it's the same shit in like you know you like an mc that you can relate to and that's why in all the etchy series you get normal bland bitch guy that you can insert yourself into because he has no personality yeah traits. but they always have However, redeeming qualities Itachi, Watashi has not always so great and and every anxious weeb can self insert here pretty much for Watashi. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> this is representative of me. Yeah. And I like I like being represented. I'm also a boring like just... piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, gamer representation. Anxious weeb <laughs> representation in 2010 was quite lacking. It's true. It's true. I bet a lot of people I... would have liked Watashi less if he was a uh, a female not portrayed to be incredibly... Oh, dude, girl Watashi. This show fucking has a one. Incorrectly proportioned for, for fan sure. service. Um, like, yeah, I get it. You can't Im- if he's not a self-insert, Watashi... he has no value. Watashi as a girl with a 
metaphorical like personification of her sex drive that shit's got like a a 3.5 on now tops i I can see that yeah i I mean (laughs) hold on let me check Nah, it's got a 7.4, although it's not like a Johnny representation. What is it? It's, it's, it's Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Never it's heard a pretty of that. good show, actually. I, uh, I got drunk on wine and watched it all night, and I cried along with the girls. It was a good time. Good show. Well, I recommend it. Awoken the weebs to it, and they're going to go review Bob. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure... I'm sure the weaves that want to watch the show have already watched it. So, well, yeah, but you not know. the ones that yeah, you they're gonna, don't want women in their circles. They're going to full metal alchemist brotherhood. Those aren't the weaves we want. They're going to go rate it like, poorly without those even Those are the ones we it. get, Alex. <laughs> no, thank you. I All weaves are welcome, regardless of however they identify unless yeah, it's a if, racist if you or a give fascist me five stars i don't care you could honestly like you could call me dumb and i'd let you yeah i don't i i call myself dumb like sometimes oh. i say and do dumb shit like people be dumb like watashi watashi be big dumb i honestly laughed that you know every time he would like actually grab the charm but he would never like actually do like anything about it except for just like wish upon it you know he just kind of he really lacked the motivation i think to to get to like drive himself forward it's true um he did not have sex with a drunk girl though so props to him on that one props props indeed yeah he preserved Um, his virginity and is that much closer to gaining his virgin superpowers like the lizard wizard like the lizard wizard. Um, he also did not commit. I don't know Japanese law, but at least in the U.S., that would have been rape. So that's fair. He did not do that. Are there um, any other moments that <laughs> kind of stood out to y'all? I wrote down some uh, notes that I just want to bring up at some point. But if y'all have anything, uh, yeah. Uh, this is something that I still don't understand no matter how much I consume this type of media where the, like, the character does something and there's no, there's no reason for it really, but it's kind of like plot convenience, but also it's like exaggerated and over the top. And I think it's supposed to be funny, but like, why the fuck? is he bringing shitty little basket bike and pushing that shit to the end. <laughs> About his pride in finishing the race with his bike. It's true. You know how much money that you know how much money he had to spend for the bike and how much money he has to spend yeah, the, to the, the fortune teller every time? It's the good bike, right? And I understand and it's like, you know, there's just too many things I had to overlook for that one. That episode felt like a big waste of my time. Because uh, it's like, we're going to have this over-the-top bike-stealing thing from a legal zone, whatever. Okay, yeah, I get 
we're spiraling out of control. Now we're going to take shitty little basket bike because for some reason there's no way to go pay and get your bike out of impound. All right. Now he's going to push this shit all the way to the end on a four hour late start for no reason. A little bit, a little bit silly. Too many obstacles for MC Coon for no reason. And, you know, well, the obstacles are there because there's always going to be obstacles in life. You're not, you don't always oh, know what many, those obstacles uh, are going to be. You know, as many bad days as I've had, I don't think I've ever had anything spiral that far out of control. I think, like, well, you also have never had an Ozu kinda... purposely trying to fuck with you. I mean, I've had Matt my whole it's life. It's true. He has had an Ozu purposefully trying to fuck with him. Now, there is kind of a mix-up on which one of us is Ozu at which time. <laughs> well, you know, everything needs balance. A little bit of give and a little bit of take. We definitely yeah. aren't ever making anything easy for each other. <laughs> yeah. I also, yeah, I also really didn't like the biking episode, though. That, that one was just kind of just mid. Well, um, I guess you wouldn't cut it in a biker gang, would you? I guess that's probably why I didn't like Tokyo Revengers as much as Jacob does. <laughs> I um, mean, they're only kind of a biker gang. Yeah, they're, and they're also only scooter. kind of middle schoolers. <laughs> and you like GTO, not. which is more biker gang. But are they middle school biker gangs? Uh, I think he started in middle school. All right. So he didn't grow out of it. GTO the early years to get the. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, something I did like, and I was honestly expecting this to happen, was how how we were slowly being like introduced to each of the characters, like through like essentially their episode to like tell us like their story route and like a visual novel. How they all did uh, eventually tie up there in the end um, to all like be connected, which. I thought was just a nice little touch there. Um, let's see. Uh, the library police were very funny <laughs> to me. Um, I yeah, also big old chin man with the overdue library books being yeah. his, his weakness. That was a good one. And I like also like that around when I there are times when I enjoy the like over exaggerated kind of thing because it's funny where it's like his only weakness is his his overdue library fees. Like, you know, that's a funny one. But then sometimes it just got like too stupid for me to really enjoy at times. That's fair. Um. Yeah. I I know I I always expected the spiral, um, kind of after the first club, um, after the film stuff, which great great expo great expose film there on Jogasaki, by the way, wonderful uh, production. Um, that was what led me. To my initial thoughts that 
that would be Matt's favorite character. Because he's always a sucker for someone that gets exposed doing some sketchy shit. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Explain yourself. Yeah. When have I ever stuck up uh, for the bad guy? Which yeah, fucking character was it that was like the worst piece of shit that ended up being your favorite <laughs> character? I can't even remember. I'd Shield hero. It was fucking spear <laughs> hero, dude. It was the spear well, that was one no of defense. them. That's, there's no defense. There was one of them. <laughs> oh, fuck. But there's been so many. Stop bringing that. up evidence of I, my transgressions. I told him at the start that Spear Hero was going to be his favorite, like before he even watched That's it. True. And there was something before that that indicated that. And I don't remember <laughs> what the fuck it was. I'll have to go back through the list and uh, figure it out later. Uh, he like uh, ping pong quality. That's another big one. He wasn't one. a baddie. I mean, he yeah, was Dragon's just a in a guy. different sense he of the word the baddie. Worst. He was a baddie in that, like, I'd tap that. <laughs> Baddies in high school. <laughs> well, he's also an Olympic gold medalist. Touche. Touche. Um... Well, you know what? I think this would be a good time to talk about writing choices and production decisions, because I think this is where, where me and Jacob will probably disagree a lot. Um, so I personally like how each uh, story is essentially the same, just with the specific events um, changed up until a point. Like um, to, to kind of show that, you know, no matter what, choices you do you're always going to be do you're always going to be living like the same parts of your life like you just in a different setting somewhere like you're like like even though you may think it's like better over there like it it may or may not be like it really depends on like how how you view the situation and like your actions going forward with it um and i thought that that was portrayed really well um as far as the last two episodes um I I thought the Ozu episode was fine, because um, I know Jacob has issues with those uh, last three. I thought the Ozu episode was good. I thought it was you know kind of needed. Like somehow, some way, base base God Ozu finds finds his way into your life and is somehow there to just fuck up your plans in a very funny way, um, or a mis or an unfortunate two? way. Was that yeah, it's great? the. Hold on. You're, you've been saying the last three, but I think it's the last two where he's stuck in his uh, Tatami galaxy. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. any issues with anything involving Ozu. So okay, I think so it's yeah, it's just the last two. Yeah, I, I myself was very much looking forward to the eventual point in the story that I knew that we would be getting this type of um, breakdown from a character. It's kind of... It's my favorite like time in these types of series um whenever like you know the character is just like it's building up it's building up like we're trying everything we're going all these different places and like nothing's like like we're not figuring out what is wrong and eventually you know what's the same thing in all the situations it's like it's always you like there and like how he has to like slowly figure out like hey i've already like tried everything and you know 
life's not always going to be perfect. Um, and, you know, eventually, you know, breaks out of it and chooses to, you know, at least move forward. I, I do agree with Jacob on the point that quote unquote, Oh, I'm 14 and this is deep. Um, which, you know, if I watched this at 14, I probably would have, if I watched this and Ava back to back, I, I just would have been like, what do I even do with my life anymore at this point? You know, cause I'm like, a, like, you know, I'm, I'm impressionable at that age. So I think that's a fair point. 13-year-old um, Alex going up to random people at the mall asking them if they've seen Tatami Galaxy. Oh, I I didn't talk to people at the mall. I just watched Ava, so I I I did not go the did not go the overly positive route. Um, I was like, "Damn, you know, people are just going to see me and I'm going to see them. Um we'll live with each other, but we'll never truly know each other. And that, that is the curse of humanity. So now we all must become one giant together. Is that Shinji's personality? Oh, we're all going to die separately and alone. (laughs) Sometimes conveniently geographically close, but never emotionally. (laughs) Is that Shinji's outlook on life? Is that... that one point in the show, yeah, he eventually grows out of it, but yeah, that's that's some points that are brought up in Ava. Um, is, is that the Shinji that the 14-year-olds didn't like when he grows uh, out of yeah. that? Yeah, that's the one that the that's one that the, the Redditors are having issues with now. They want him to go back. Yeah, they They're like, no, I haven't accepted it. Um, but no, I... You see... Unironically, I I googled how big a tatami mat is. My room is literally like four and a half tatami mats, um, big. So I I too live in a little safe four point five tatami. Not tatami. I have I have wooden floors, but four point. You you get what I'm saying? Like I I I was able to very very much connect with with him at that point because I've I've definitely like been there in life. I'm like still not there, but I I get I got where he was coming from, and I thought that they did a really good job of executing like one way of going about it and kind of showing how that mental process for someone could be um, represented. And I also very much liked how during those episodes, um, I, it's done throughout the series, but a lot of the background shots are really just real world video, just with a filter on top of it. Um, so I thought that was a good touch honestly um but you may go ahead i mean while i do feel that it paints a somewhat accurate representation of those uh those early college years and all with that kind of thing it's just like maybe i just don't care anymore or something but it's just I look back on it and I I don't I kind of just see it as like, you know, I was being a little bitch. So when I see this other character, I'm just like I don't really empathize with it or or feel bad for him or you know, even care. I'm just kind of thinking he's also being a little bitch and he should stop being a little bitch. Yeah, I was definitely, you know, hoping that Watashi would stop being. I, 
who he was being, I guess, a little bitch. But, you know, if he could, you know, just emotionally mature a little bit um, and just gain a little bit of confidence in himself, you know, that's really all all he needed to do in any any of the lines that he went down was just have a little bit more confidence um, and right. maybe keep a closer eye on Ozu. I feel like I'm I'm actually like harder and less like able to sympathize with people that you know have a similar struggle to me in my time so if that experience is more relatable for me it's like less of me caring I think which you know I don't really know what that says, but it affected my enjoyment of him, and it also made me like Ozu a lot more, because I'm like, yeah, this fucker's <laughs> getting what he deserves. The enemy of my enemy is my friend is basically <laughs> the reason you like Ozu? Uh, I mean, I don't think Ozu is necessarily... An enemy. Well, he's no, definitely you, not you the like best him guy. He is he's occasionally got his... adversarial to someone you dislike. It's just I kind of see. Uh, I don't think at any point in my life that Watashi was like super relatable for me. But some of the struggles he's talking about and shit are like relatable, and it's like. Just stop being a little bitch, you know? I wish someone had told me to stop being a little bitch in my first <laughs> two years of college. But yeah, you know, no one I did. Mean, they said, sometimes... you're going to go through these times and you just got to get through them and grow. No one said stop being a little bitch. Well, that's... I mean, I, I feel like tell, we should be more blunt that. with people. Yeah, eventually they get tired of hearing you complain and just tell you to stop being a little bitch. You may maybe you just needed to complain yeah. more. Uh, oh well, yeah. I I never got to the the complaining part. It was all staying bottled up. Then isn't that your uh, fault? Yeah. Nobody told you to stop being a little bitch. No, because I was still being a little bitch, <laughs> and they like like in the actions, you know. Mm. Yeah. I'm Matt, still taking the about actions the, uh, about the writing and stuff. Um, I mean, I've I've kind of Matt didn't go to college, I, so he doesn't. I get tried. It. Well, that's it that's another route that you can always go in life. College isn't for everyone. It's true. Oh, he was in college. He just didn't <laughs> go. Again, I tried. Sometimes I just didn't make he it. He was. He was a locked down. I'm not going to expose <laughs> what you were going through during those yeah, years, actually. Let's not make Matt relive that. Um, yeah. That was rough. But we will say Matt wasn't looking for an Akashi. Uh, yeah. He had a... He had a... He had what was her name? An Ozu of he had own. a Kaori? Kaori? Is that her name? Kaori? Kaori. Yeah. He had a Kaori. <laughs> um... And also tried to escape his depression through the purchase of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, true. even though he never went to tournaments. To I use them. sometimes went to tournaments to use them. Better than trying to use League of Legends to escape your depression. Yeah, no. The point was that I was uh, 
I was smile. I was propping up uh, Jake as uh, <laughs> fuck Pingu Pecco. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like a third of the cards I bought that were actually useful ended up in his uh, in his regionals decks. Yeah. Fair enough. And then the other ones I bought that were like it. vanity bullshit for meme decks, like Girgia. <laughs> oh, vanities was good, man. Uh, oh, you mean like van- like stuff? <laughs> you just... mean vanity isn't used for vanity, not vanity. Yeah, no, that was unironically good, and I held those until they got expensive, too expensive for me to justify holding them and not using them. That was my entire Yu-Gi-Oh life. Was like. Am I going to need this in a tournament or do I need money to buy lunch? (laughs) (laughs) Or occasionally money to buy sleeves. Ah, dude, those fucking sleeves were expensive every region. There were multiple times where I had orders come in and I was looking around like, well, I don't have any sleeves. I guess it stays in the top loader. (laughs) Um... Anyways, enough reminiscing about uh, the dark days. Um, I mean, I kind of already mentioned like the things I liked about like their stylistic decisions as far as like the slight exaggerations in their character design, um, and like the the choice of how they represented the time travel with it not being that very overbearing force that it can be when it's used as a plot device um but like as a whole let's let's be real it it just looked kind of fucking funny like the whole time there were there were just characters popping up and you you kind of have to take a second to comprehend them because they're they're jarring uh, specifically, like, the fortune teller, I think, was one of them. Damn. I'm either... I'm looking at reviews for Mashoko's Tensei, the second part, and most of them are either tens or threes. Are the threes about the rapey parts? Um, well, I guess it's time to talk about characters. Um, we've already talked a lot about Watashi, but I don't think we've talked enough about Ozu. I thought we talked a lot about Ozu, but I could talk more about Ozu. He's better. Never than enough Watashi. Ozu. Never enough yeah, Ozu. Dude. He looks like um, uh, Hiroma from iShield yeah. Twenty One, who is uh, the like little devilish dude that is everyone's favorite character from iShield Twenty One for mostly lack of better options, but also. Uh, <laughs> Because he carries an assault rifle around high school. God, what a what a man. 
Um, um, what y'all think about Akashi? I thought Akashi was best girl. Uh, gonna say something that's gonna make me sound like a weeb. Her voice actor had a hot voice. <laughs> then do I have a movie for you? I don't know. She plays the magic mirror in Usama Ranking, so I think I'm getting enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Although her voice doesn't sound as hot. I don't know if maybe 12 years has done her in or what, but... <laughs> Yo, she's Casey in Super Crooks. Yeah. Ooh, she's also Merlin. She's married to the voice actor of the random black dude in Soul Eater. Nice. Fun little super out there yeah. trivia for you. Oh, she plays nice. that character. She plays... She voices Shinra in fucking what? Okay, never mind. She's bad. She's out. She voices the main character in Fire Forge. Who I didn't even Oh, I watched that dubbed, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Do y'all think right, Johnny right. would sound good in the dub? <laughs> Dude, no. I think it would be too creepy in the tub. You think it'd be but too maybe, creepy? It depends who voice acts him, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, they... there's some goofy dudes that could pull it off. I think part of why this didn't get a dub was there wasn't enough talent in the anime community in 2010 for it. Because this is like this would be really hard to effectively pull off. All, all gripes aside for it. Uh, this would be very hard to pull off with any cast. Uh, yeah. Like, even today, I think. Because mm -hmm. uh, you need, like, Eminem on Watashi. Uh, <laughs> not, not MGK? Preferably not. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, all these characters... We we definitely have a lot of good uh, Jogasakis in the U.S., so that one's easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the rest of them, uh, not easy. I like Ozu, difficult. Probably like Japan, they got that bigger talent pool here. Uh, Bryce Pappenberg's gonna work his way into one of these if they did a dub for it. So. <laughs> He'd be Watashi. Can't have that. God damn it, Bryce. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Johnny, Johnny, honestly, is very funny to me. Um, I'm trying to think of an Jog anime, like, dub character that, like, since I don't know any of the, most of the VAs by hand, I'm trying to think of a character that had a voice actor that would, like, fit Johnny. Because I'm only able to think of like high-profile actors that anime would not have the budget for. Uh, what if they dipped into the WWE pool of talent for voice acting? Ah, uh, dude, like anyone from New Day could do Johnny. 
<laughs> Xavier Woods, he's probably seen this show too. That wouldn't surprise me. He watches Overwatch League. He also watches anime. Funny enough. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess, are there any characters we haven't talked about that y'all want to talk about? No, I think we got them all. Anything else that y'all want to say? Uh, if you're going to watch this, take an Adderall. You're going <laughs> to need it. <laughs> it's true, you're going to need to read. So yeah. wear your glasses, too. You just got to get your... Or... You got to have one eye Wait. looking at the bottom and one eye looking at the top. Matt, you should have used TTS for this. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made this the best anime of all time. What was the fucking... I got to listen to it in a Microsoft mic and Microsoft Mary voice. Dude, what was the fucking game that you... Kept turning TTS on for Apex Legends. Yeah, when we played Apex, <laughs> this fucker wouldn't turn off TTS. So we, our like dead squad mate would just be typing to him, and he's hearing like, "You little fucker, you better grab my banner." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. That's good. Oh man, good remember quality. the fucking uh, the TTS also came up for a lot of uh like sound cues that would come up in subtitles. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that was really bad. Dude, remember the Where it would just say the word of the sound cue, like jet engine roaring. What else you got for us, Alex? Um, let's see, anything else that I want to like bring up? Um, I do like that, just something that I noticed halfway through the show, every time that uh, Watashi and met ozu he stopped saying like oh this was this was the worst point in my life um which is this is the worst point in your life so far <laughs> yeah yeah or like this is the meeting that overdid you. me if you've met your ozu it's uh you might think it's as bad as it can get but it's gonna get worse yeah <laughs> um and I don't know, I, I, the one, one thing that does bother me is I do think that the last two episodes could have been one episode and it still would have got the same results, but that's I think that like, would have been better, even if it was like a 30 to 40 minute episode. Yeah. Just slap on an extra 10 minutes and be like, yeah, this, it works better this way. I'm sorry. I know how we normally do it, but at, at one I mean, point, it's, like it's unheard of, of to. Yeah, like do a, a finale being extended. Yeah, it's not, but. That's I like really my one. Oh. This may have been a better personal experience on a, a week to week schedule because of literally the format of it's the same thing but different. Yeah. <laughs> I, week to week probably would have been a little bit more fun. Especially like being able to actually like engage in discussions about it weekly. Um, yeah, but, like having a day every week where you predict what's going to be different this time. Yeah, 
or you know see or you know discuss what happened where where we think he went wrong or what we think is going on with Ozu yeah or whatever but yeah it wasn't as that. it wasn't as rough of a binge as like Champloo but I do think it uh what the fuck not getting out of this one Matt what the fuck yeah how he feels about Champloo is interesting but I get it. Have you watched? You literally agreed that it was a bad binge. It is a bad binge, but you keep shitting on it like it's a bad show. It's not a bad show. Good show. I literally said this isn't as rough of a binge as Champloo. Oh, what the fuck, Matt? What are you? What the fucking? (laughs) Jake. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Matt doesn't yeah. even listen to the criticism. He just hears something with negative connotations about Champloo. <laughs> his brain doesn't know how to react. Matt must be American. <laughs> it's true. I, I was born in the United States of America. Um, you'll be surprised to find that I actually currently reside in the United States of America, not the other. Don't dox yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's oh, really uh, about Alex. it. Alex, What's up? Alex, apparently the German title, they cut out the the, so it's just Tatami Galaxy in German. Nine? I think I prefer that. Yeah, it's well. I kept eh. calling it Tatami Galaxy, and Alex said, "Actually, it's the Tatami Galaxy." But little <laughs> well, did he know, actually. I was just—I—I I just had the German DVD on hand. Ah, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, my apologies. I didn't realize you had the German DVD. Yeah, my apologies, sir. I, as any true Tatami Galaxy fan would, he always has the German DVD. I couldn't no, afford yeah. the Blu-ray. See, I would have just had the Spanish DVD. It's easier to access where I live. Uh... Well, anyways. Anyways, guys. Um, I guess it's time to score the show. Um, but give me one second. All right, guys. Give me the scores. Uh, you want to go first, Matt, or you want me to go first? <laughs> I think I'll let you go first. All right. The Tatami Galaxy. The, uh, wait, we didn't reveal favorite characters. The, uh, wait, on the, oh, you're right. Matt, you want to go first on this one, or you want me to? Yeah, gladly. I always like to go first. You know me. Yeah, for... uh, <laughs> my favorite character, uh, surprisingly, I guess, because didn't really talk about him a whole lot, but it was the fortune teller. Oh. Was it the big nose that you could relate to? <laughs> yeah, I felt like, honestly, we could touch tips through the screen. There was that much depth of nose. No, noception. <laughs> where did where did uh, Jogosaki fall on the list, Matt? Third. <laughs> where 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 did Higuchi fall? 
I don't. Not even. I don't know. I didn't list. really go not too even, deep on the not list. Not even ranked. Damn. I'm gonna <laughs> take it. Johnny was two then. Yeah. <laughs> How about right. for you, Jacob? Well, my favorite, you know me so unsurprisingly, well. was uh, Ozu. <coughs> Good little the main onion. man's himself. Yeah, I want to peel that little hair back and see what's on the inside. Like, I get why you guys both like Ozu, but I don't know. Every time I saw him, his pointy little ears well, reminded me of uh, the a yokai, like the the kid from uh, Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple. Oh, no spoilers! I haven't watched that yet. It's on the list for now. Yeah, there's a character who's kind of like supposed to be on the main character's side, but he always seems like he's kind of like up to something. Uh, and he also has like pointy little elf ears and kind of a bullish cut. So I keep seeing him when I see Ozu and I don't know, he just... He didn't reach top tier characters. Oh, I mean, Ozu me, I definitely guess, because of it. looks freaky, but I don't know. And also, I see your issues with him because it probably just gave you PTSD of all the times I've tormented you with random bullshit. But, <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's just funny, and he is like, you know, it's good. He's like, he's helping Watashi with some helpful advice and then he's fucking his life up but then he's helping him again and that's what yeah. good friendships are built on yeah i do like the uh, end scene also, where Oz ozu's like in the hospital bed and watashi like looks down and he's like we're connected by the black string of fate and gives him like the little ozu smile back at him good it's a good apparently, moment apparently he his uh the guy that voices him in the sub for Bacchano is, or the Bacchano sub, he plays Firo. Nice. So, you know, good stuff. That's pretty lit. That is good stuff. Maybe the Bacchano sub's worth watching one day. No. No, the dub's too good. It's never going to be better than the dub. You, you, but it, you can't watch it not dubbed. I just don't understand, like... The, the Joey Wheeler voices, dude. If, if it has like, I know it. I know it doesn't. <laughs> but if it had Japanese people trying to do like Brooklyn accents, oh my god, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would watch it over the dub. I think in that case, that maybe would have been good. <laughs> Can I see my Call favorite Japanese dub? Yeah, score. Uh, no, we were just talking about Bakken. I mean, it's either Ozu or Watashi, right? It's not. My favorite character is actually Akashi. Wait, what? Yeah. You know... Alex, can you stop being a PR shill just because I said you hate women for like two I'm, weeks in a row? I'm not even being a PR shill. I actually do like Akashi the most. Though Ozu makes I'll me show giggle. you how not misogynistic I am. I'll pick a girl favorite character this week. <laughs> That's not even my mindset here. Okay, she's a she's a strong woman. I like her like 
cute little detail that she is paralyzed of moth. She's very smart. And she's just trying to help Watashi the whole time. And she really just wants to go eat at Neko Ramen. And I want to go eat at Neko Ramen. I'll go eat at Neko Ramen with Akashi. And plus, she's really cute. Okay. I'll, I'll... And Alex doesn't hate women. This dude also thought the voice actor's voice was hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And plus, I like... I, I believe she's the main character in the movie that I watched. If I'm remembering correctly. But it's looking like maybe not. What movie? The Night of Short Walk On Girl. But it looks like it's a different character. Yeah, it's a different character. But they look very similar. Maybe it's supposed to be here. Oh, Alex, you're going to be What's... real mad. We forgot to mention the, the Easter egg. Oh, the, oh, the book? The book. Yeah, 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 the book that they right. give is actually, is is indeed like the side story movie, and I thought that was really cool. Um, I like those little Easter eggs every now and again. Um, but I also nice. like hearing y'all's guys' ratings. Talking about Easter eggs, it's only been two weeks into the new year. And Christ isn't real. Give me your April's ratings, man. a quarter of the year away. Oh. Um, you know, as, as always, I am so eager to go first, uh, <laughs> as I'm a leader and not a lemming at all. Exactly. We call you, we um, call you Matt the leader. It's true. It's true. That's, that's why I was voted as the official leader of the Antibodies. Um, he's the CEO and founder. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. The founder, I just showed up a little bit late. I was founding from the back. <laughs> um, but uh, my official CEO rating of the Tatami Galaxy is it's going to be uh, 5.5 alternate realities where you get to try a little harder this time out of 10. Oof. All right. Wow. Oof, that, that hurt. Damn. Damn. It could have been so much lower, right. but it was the good time. Time to get double tapped. Hit me, Jacob. So it appears that Matt's time travel score for anything peaks at 5.5 because that was also his link click rating. Uh, but link click, I think, was it was better, but being focused around the time travel and then like the bad time travel, first of all, and then also being focused around like the possession aspect of it just kind of fucked me up a little bit. But like this had the good time travel and it just, it didn't, it didn't have like the grasp that Link like had over me at times. But, uh, yeah, from, from me, Fucking this shit. one is going to be getting uh, 6.5 breast rock climbing walls out of 10. That's fair. That's that's more than I was expecting, actually. Yeah, I've gotten used to you guys coming in here and like praising stuff and then just giving it like a five. And then I come in here and the things that I really don't have much of a taste for. I still give like a, a 6.5 or a 7. So I'm really just waiting until one day when I come in here with another thing that isn't as objectively bad as Happy Sugar Life, but I still hated it. 
<laughs> ready to just rip that to shreds. Probably on the Infinite Wait. Stratos episode. No. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, although I but... think that has a lower score than Happy Sugar Life. Oh, no. It better. It better. Um, well, but I might I... not be here for the Infinite Stratos episode, you guys. You're hosting it. What do you <laughs> My mean? My heart can't take it. You're going to have to. <laughs> His heart can't take actually rewatching it and realizing it. <laughs> Actually, oh, Infinite Stratos uh, is good. actually higher rated than uh, <coughs> Happy Sugar Life. Not by much, though, I think. Unless I Are read that sure? wrong. I, never mind. I might be wrong. Hold on. Probably Please wrong. No, it's wrong. not. It's like I'm wrong. I'm, yeah, no, God. I, I got it. It was the other way around. I apologize, Matt. Um, but y'all, y'all might hate me for this score, but I'm going to actually give this a... Nine to Tommy Matts out of ten. Yeah, I, I already. I, I thought it was like an eight point six because I saw your mal rating, and I was like, surely he didn't give this a true nine. Oh, no, it's a true nine, enough. baby. I it's a true. It's a true. Head. It's a true nine. In so many ways, is this a show for me? And I am very glad that I made. Both of you watch it, so I apologize if you did not super enjoy your time. But I, no, I love true I, nine. I think a true, true nine is the highest score you've given out to anything. I, well, hmm, ping pong. It's true. I thought you gave that an eight point five. Did you give? I'll go back and listen nine? to the episode tomorrow. It might have been a nine. Yeah, because I love ping pong too. So what about Bacchino? I did not give Bacchino a nine because I I, think that got like I an want eight point something. Yeah, high. yeah, I love. Alex Bacchino. is always using weird variables. Yeah, yeah, I need more Bacchino to give Bacchino a nine. I got like the the OVAs; those are really good, but I I want more of the Bacchino story. I need to know where they go. I have the and light can't novels. Afford more Bacchino. <laughs> They can easily afford more Bacchino. They're no, you can't afford sh- more Bacchino. <laughs> Volume six uh, is like two hundred twenty dollars. Oh and my god! Two and four are like a hundred twenty each. Jokes on Jacob when I have the whole Bacchino light novels downloaded, ready to go. <laughs> he admitted. I got them yeah, all dude. ready. Take them down, boys. Have... This was a sting. No, it's fine. <laughs> he definitely bought the actual Kindle versions. He's correct. I I own a Kindle. I mean, that you can I use do. the Kindle app. Are you are you yeah. willing to admit that, like on recording? That's embarrassing. It was a gift. <laughs> um, but thank you, <laughs> listeners. Um, again, uh, if you like us, you know, I know Spotify has it now, and I'm sure whatever platform you're listening on has it. Go ahead, give us a rating. You know, it review us. You know, especially if you like us, tell us what we do do good. Uh, join our Discord again. Yeah. It's in our Twitter bio, at um, Annie underscore buddies. And uh, if you want to come in and talk about the show that we're watching for next week, Mac will tell you all about it right now. Is it is Grand Crest Yes, it is Grand Crest Sankey. That's pretty exciting. I it thought it was exciting. Infinite Stratos for a second, but it's probably better this way. <laughs> 
It can Wait, be, Matt, are we playing our uh, Are we playing our goats wager match? Uh no, I don't want to lose Grand Crest Psyche. It's it's too Wait, good. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, can I can I ask you all a serious question now that the episode's over? Yeah. Of um course. for our first episode, if we're gonna do like a weekly banter, can y'all just like watch a couple episodes of Mashoko Tensei? Because that's all I'm gonna want to talk about. Possibly. <laughs> Do it. It'll be good for you. I got a lot on my plate this week, man. I'm almost yeah. finished with Barakamon. I'm only Fair. up to like February of 2020 of AEW. So. That's fair. I could also watch that. And, and Grand Crest Sankey is a bit of a long one. Yeah, Grand Crest Sankey do be just... like 24 or 26 episodes. Yeah. It looks pretty neat. I like, like the character a... designs. It's really good, and like it tells a whole big ass story. So it's not like episodic, even though at some times it kind of feels episodic because they change vantage points or viewpoints. Do you like this more than a Kame got kill? Uh, no. (laughs) Damn, I forgot he does love a Kame got kill, doesn't he? Yeah, dude, Leona's so great. I believe Grand Crest Sinky is our lowest rated unironic pick so far. Uh, what do you mean unironic pick? Well, we had happy we have sugar life. Picks. Yeah, sugar uh, life all of my season pick. two picks were. Yeah, they're all made in seriousness. This is serious. Not business. counting happy sugar life, which was made as a sabotage for all of us. This is the lowest rated thing so far that we are going to cover, and it's also wow. by the studio that did Sao. Wow, and it's oh. also from. Pretty close to the same year SAO was made. Hey, wow. they also did a race. Are we just doing and the Grand Crest Sankey episode now? I'm excited nah, for dude, it. I, I love me a good <laughs> fan. I love me a good fantasy story. I might start it tonight after I finish uh, Mashoko Tensei. I probably will. Yeah, there's um, a little yeah, bit about vampires in it that kind of this sucks. Podcast, like it's fine. Vampires this don't podcast vampires podcast is 50-50 on anime based on fantasy light novels so we'll see which side <laughs> this falls on will we uh, be yeah. in the shield hero camp hopefully or will guys... we be in the mashoko tensei camp does it matter I mean, matt I... liked both of those anime i think i think we all like shield hero to a degree i, I just had some yeah. issues with it shield hero formerly i think i overexposed uh, myself yeah that's yeah, true matt did retract his shield hero it. statement <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just waiting for he the didn't anime. Really I'm not to read those. I think he just amended, went too deep into it, and now he's kind of bored. And anything in season two, he kind of already read. That's okay. Fair enough. Oh, Jacob, what's your eBay store? And also, where can the people contact you? At his eBay uh, store. My eBay store is Bambi Raptor Bookstore, which also is my eBay store's Instagram. Funny enough, if you want to find that. Uh, don't contact me on there unless you are interested in something I am selling or a manga that I post on there. But don't contact me about anime because I don't want to talk about it. Uh, you can talk to me. <laughs> you can talk to me about <laughs> anime on Twitter though at at Tasteful Topics. Uh, you can also 
find my anime list, which has everything that I'm watching and reading and most of it rated at some point or another. At Will he myanimelist.net slash profile slash Bambi Raptor X. And no, I have still not looked into how to change the color scheme, and I don't care. You should care. It shows your personality. He's sleeping on that dark theme. My he personality is, is white. Listen, if you don't use dark theme, you're dead to me. Honestly, dark, dark, yeah. theme, dark theme's where it's at. Like, there's you no what's more. You know what's more emo than dark theme? Not caring enough to see how to change it. <laughs> well, it's not about being emo. It's because we care about our eyes and our computer monitors. Precisely. No, you don't. I care about my uh, eyes. In this eyes case, I do. Listen, if I don't That's... have eyes, how can I watch anime? Yeah, pretty I can sure, listen to anime. Matt, Matt, I'm pretty sure you like destroyed your eyes to the point where you needed glasses. I'm pretty I mean, sure you didn't eventually. need those like organically. No, my my left eye has like just about 20/20 vision. It's less than a point off. My right eye is just so horribly fucked. It's so horribly, horribly fucked. Uh, nearsighted uh-huh. as all get out. There you go. I got dark pink theme. All set up, I think. Jake, you're you're a hero. I hope you know they're going to write songs about you one day. Wait, I don't understand how this works. It Let's didn't say. do it for... The, it only did it for anime and manga. How do I change it for the profile page? Uh... It only did I, it for my lists. I don't know if you can do that. Was it just the lists I needed to change? Is that what you've been bitching about this whole time? I think so. That's exactly what I've been bitching about this whole time. <laughs> what the fuck? There's not even... There's like barely any white on that page. I thought you meant the profile one, which has an actual significant amount of white. Who's going to look at your profile? They just want to see your list. You have to yeah, go just, to I'm the sh- fucking profile to see the list. I, re- I like it. I've I got, like it. I've got... Yeah, I've got MySpace Hot Topic Lesbian 2011 <laughs> theme. Oh, going. dude, make sure uh, Animals by Nickelback is your cover song. No. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where can the people reach you? Um, if you're trying to contact me, I think the best place to do it is probably on Twitter, at Doobie underscore Howitzer. Um... Funnily enough, I go by the same alias on my anime list, where you can see what I have rated things, such as uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh, that's what I meant to to actually look up while I was there. Um, Yeah, no, I haven't put it on there yet, but I'm going to do it now that the reveal is like being recorded or has been recorded. Um, So the people can know. That uh, apparently I'm a JoJo's guy now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. That's all I got. Yeah, it's it's a new day. Find out. Yes, what it is. Matt, find out what Matt reforms <laughs> on next episode, where he starts liking Undertale. Nope. <laughs> Dude, I haven't even played Undertale, but I I feel like if I did, I would like that game a lot. Yeah, Matt only hates it because of the fan base. The Halloween episode of AEW 2019 
one of the wrestlers. Yeah, they who's came out to Megalovania dressed as Sans. Yeah, and come on, how are you gonna rough. hate it then? It was rough. Yeah. Um, Matt just doesn't want to overturn his feelings, even though even the cringy fan base has entered so bad it's good territory by now. No, he just needs to no. suck it up. Fair, and uh, y'all don't forget to drink some fucking water. Have a good night. Yeah. Hey, Alex here. Um, Thanks for listening to this episode of the Antibodies podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, You can reach me, um, Alex, at reach me at Twitter at creampuff underscore coon one. You can also find my anime list at myanimelist.net slash profile slash creampuff coon. You can reach Jacob at Twitter um, at Bambi Raptor. Or if you also want to check out his myanime list, uh, myanimelist.net slash profiles slash uh, Bambi Raptor X and I believe his eBay store is uh, Bambi Raptor Bookstore if you ever want to get it on any of his uh, auctions or anything up there um, and then Matt can be found on Twitter um, at Doobie underscore Howitzer and then same thing at the My Anime List profiles and um, all anybody's art was done by my good friend Kyle um, you can reach him over um, on Instagram at greenknight629 he also has a T Public store up with a couple of uh, cute little monster faces shirts that he has designed and um, I'm sure you all noticed we finally have an opening and an ending um, our opening is a dirty chai done by Knox and our ending is Warm Coast uh, done by Boss Snow so make sure you check uh, everybody out there and you know but that'll be it uh, from the antibodies uh, for this time um, catch us again in two weeks when we'll be back with some more spicy takes for y'all and don't forget to drink some water <laughs>